It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's a pretty big game for the Cincinnati Bengals coming up in Week 12 against the Titans. And Jamar Chase, officially questionable. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We're coming to you on Black Friday with some late injury updates for Jamar Chase as we get ready for the Bengals matchup against the Tennessee Titans. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network here on Locked On Bengals, bringing you coverage of your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. And hey, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button, hit the thumbs up on YouTube, and join the first listen club. I know there's a lot of people out there and always enjoy the tweets, right? When we hear about the first listens and mm-hmm. got some nice Thanksgiving gratitude. So if you express gratitude to me, I know I did it on Twitter. I'll just do it again here in the spirit of the holiday. We are, of course, very thankful for all of you who listen to the Locked On Bengals podcast. You make what we do possible. We would not be here without all of you listening to us. And we also wouldn't be here without the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, well, Jamar Chase, part of that team, and got through a few limited practices this week, James. And mm-hmm. the Bengals continue to play this one close to the vest. Mm -hmm. They do that. They do. As I one had a laughing attack at the start of the show. So go to YouTube if you're listening and and, and check that one out. It's pretty funny. I might tweet out the clip that led to that. Wait, what happened? Which was a blooper at the beginning. Okay. Um, I thought for sure you were going to stop it and you made it all the way through. So one, Jake's a true pro clearly (laughs) Uh, Two, let's dive into this Jamar chase because look, he looks good to me. I mean, if I had to bet, I'd say he's playing. Just eye test. Everything he's done, He the literally walking out to the practice field on Wednesday, what did he do? He jogs up the hill, and I'm like, oh, full extension? Checked, looked at the video. Yeah, he's extending that hip a little bit. We didn't see him go full speed. I think that was by design. But I think Joe Burrow, we expect him to play. You, you combine that with the eye test. You combine that with all of the things, and – Even though Zach Taylor on Friday afternoon, pre-us recording this, this is why our Friday episode is later. So we actually had a real Jamar Chase update with everything dark on on Thanksgiving. There was no media availability at Paycor Stadium. It it looks like he's on track to play. Now, Zach Taylor did say, we'll see. We'll see pregame. But then I asked him, okay, so is it based on a pregame workout? And he said no. So the decision has been made. They just don't want to tell us the decision I'll say this, Jamar Chase walked through the, the locker room, did not talk to the media on Friday, but walked through the locker room. Seemed fine to me. Look, looked like the Jamar that I'm used to seeing. So if I had to wager, you know, the bet online official locked on Bengals wager, does Jamar Chase suit up in Nashville at Nissan Stadium on Sunday? 
Well, I would hammer the yes. What what are the what are the odds? Are you getting odds on the yes or are you yeah, giving odds? On I the think yes? they've I think they've shifted drastically. Like if, if you would have t- asked me, hey, is he playing a week ago? If you is he playing against the Titans, I would have said there's a shot, mm-hmm. but probably not. But and and I'll add this. So I think it would be like plus a thousand no and like minus oh. a couple hundred yet. Yeah, like because I just think it's I think he's going to play. Now that's my odds, and I already told you that's that's what I think. But the other thing is, is on Monday, we asked Zach. Or, or Zach, I think, just volunteered this, that everything was going according to plan. Mm-hmm. We'll see how things go this week. And so I followed up on Friday, and I said, okay, well, you said that Monday. Friday, is it safe to say that everything is still going according to plan? And he said yes, without mm-hmm. hesitation. So they didn't put him on injured reserve for a reason, Jake. It was to potentially yeah. get him back now. And it feels like they're going to get him back now. Now watch me be wrong. Watch him be inactive on on Sunday. They decide to wait another week, and you know everyone can boo me in the YouTube comments, and you can crush me on Locked On Bengals. But I do think he's going to play. If I had to guess, I mean, I, I tweeted earlier this week. I think after Joe Burrow's comments, and after he went out there to test it at practice, at that point, and I think we talked about this. At, at that point, is probably a pain tolerance thing, a fitness thing, uh, are you limited athletically thing. And not a bone health thing because you're mm-hmm. not out there testing it. If it's a bone health thing, you're not out there testing it. If there's a risk to your career, right? There, there's no way that the Bengals let Jamar Chase go out there and even practice, get off crutches in the first place. If there's a long-term risk to, to Jamar Chase. So mm-hmm. to me, that means it's a comfort thing. It's a housing moving thing. And I think they've probably seen enough. I think they're just, Playing it coy, they're they're getting a little bit of potentially a competitive edge out of this, keeping the Titans on the edge of their seat. But from a from a medical perspective, from a Joe Burrow comments perspective, from a Zach Taylor comments perspective, from a looking at the trajectory of this thing perspective, as you talked about, the plan was always keep him off IR because he might get back. And if that's the plan and things are still going according to plan, well, that means he's probably going to get back. So we could all be wrong about this. We could all be. Yeah misreading this situation zach taylor said it was a good week for him and so uh, that all seems good to me yeah it it's good things pointing in the right direction and i do want to mention that zach also said open to a snap count it's not Mm -hmm. like it's hey we're gonna bring him back and he's gonna be able to play all 72 snaps like he normally does and he's usually out there for 90 plus percent of the snaps right Mm -hmm. he's used to that type of workload they could bring him back and he play 34 percent or, you know, 34 snaps, not 34, 34 snaps or whatever the case is. And that would be the the question. Fitness, going back to our conversation earlier this week. So if that isn't a holdup yeah. and it's not bone health and we know he's tough as hell, well, it all points to him playing. So we'll see. Uh, I, I do want to say this one more quick thing on Chase. There are so many people that are like, oh, he needs to sit a couple more weeks and this is a small number of people, but it is comments. People are commenting. Hmm. We aren't doctors. We don't know. None of us know. So this idea that, oh, he needs to sit a couple more weeks. No. If Jamar Chase is healthy and, and can play, well, he should play. Just like I, I'd say the same thing about Joe Burrow. I would say the same thing about Jake Lisko doing locked on Bengals. If you're healthy and good to go, then you should go. And I know those are totally different things, but I, I just want to toss that out there because I, I get playing safe. 
but I think they've they've done their due diligence and they've played it safe. And if he's healthy enough to play, he should play. Yeah, like I said, I don't think there's any way that you risk a 22, like any player, but especially a 22-year-old, 20, however old Jamar Chase is, he's still 22, right? Yeah, yep, he's uh, a baby. He'll be 23 in March. So, so you don't risk a 22-year-old for a week. No NFL team does that. No medical staff does that. If they have him out there, it's because it is safe for him to be out there. The other notes on the injury report, Joe Mixon with a concussion did not practice all week. He will not play against the Tennessee Titans. Zach Taylor said he would probably not travel with the team. Safe to say that he's out. The official injury report has ruled him out. Joe Bacci, Bacci was also limited there you go. all week and is questionable. Dax Hill was limited full full. He's questionable. I think he's probably going to play if he was full Dax full. attack on thursday friday so we'll see how his role shapes up josh tupo finally i think this is his full, first full practice since his injury so that's potentially big news for this team he's questionable to play and uh, jay tufele gets back from his illness and goes full on friday as well he's not on the injury report at all so some good news on all those guys and chris evans not mm-hmm. on the injury report he his status for Sunday, not in question either, which will matter with Joe Mixon not playing. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. Dax Hill, we'll see you know what his usage is. Josh Tupo, Zach kept it a, a little tighter to the vest, wasn't willing to commit to him either when mm-hmm. it comes to him playing on, on Sunday, but he's getting close. So if he doesn't play Sunday, maybe you get him back for the Chiefs, but uh, yeah. certainly a shot for, for that to happen. What, what do you say we dive into some of these playoff implications and what Sunday could mean to the Bengals' yeah. future? Yeah, one big key real quick. I'm just going to throw out there before we go shift gears a little bit here. Danico Autry, we talked about Mm -hmm. this with Tyler, not going to play this week. But Christian Fulton looks like he's on a trajectory to have a pretty good chance at playing. So we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Ben Jones looks like he's going to get back for the concussion protocol for the Titans. So a few updates there on the Titans side of things. We might see Randy Bullock too. Uh You, You had to poke the bear. Making fun of him. You clipped it out. And now Randy funny. Bullock is going to be – it was hilarious, but, man, you better hope he's missing. You better Ready hope to hibernate missing. that bear, right? What do bears do before they hibernate? Anyway, let's get to those playoff implications for this game and, and some of the other matchup notes to continue our show coming up next. But first, a word from prize picks because, well – Prize picks is the way daily fantasy should be. Whether you played this on Thanksgiving, and I hope you did, we've been talking about prize picks a long time, or you're going to rely on this on Sunday, which you should absolutely do. This is what you do with prize picks you pick two to five players, and if they're going to score more or less than their projections. So let's say you want to go with Jamar and you say less, but you say T more, or Samaj P. Ryan more, or Chris Evans less, or you get the point, and you can turn. Uh, your money, whatever you you end up wagering on that two to five player combo into 10 times the amount that you had. So there's no competing against other people. It's you versus the projections, more or less. And it's not just NFL, it's college football, big college football weekend, by the way. So you could get on the action there, college hoops, NBA, and so much more. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users receive a 100% bonus up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. So if you deposit 100 bucks, you're going to get an extra 100 bucks right now with promo code locked on in the PrizePix app or at prizepix.com. Again, use promo code locked on at prizepix.com. 
This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Big game. Mentioned this at the top of the show. Big game in terms of playoff odds. If you look at all the forecasters, the the machines that simulate the rest of the season, and, and you look at what happens if the Bengals win this game, the Bengals lose this game, this may be the highest stakes game of, of the week. The Bengals win. Their current playoff odds coming into the week, according to 538's models, is 61%. 61% to make the playoffs right now. Their they're fate largely in their own hands, of course, but they play a lot of good teams, obviously. They beat the Tennessee Titans. That number, in a vacuum, not looking at results around the rest of the NFL, goes to 79%. That's a pretty big boost. That's that's plus 18% if they win. If they lose, they drop about 10, 11% to a coin flip, 50% to make the playoffs if they lose the game. So we've described this as a must-win game, right? And I think we're going to be talking about a lot of these games as must-win games. But if they win this week and they lose to Kansas City next week, well, let's just talk about this week. If they win this week, it gives them a little bit of a cushion so that maybe that Kansas City game isn't exactly a must-win game. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it'd be really good if you won, mm-hmm. but if you can't get this one, it's not that damaging to you. This week, though, according to these simulations anyway, and it's probably because they've priced in the Bengals' chance to beat Tennessee and Kansas City, winning this week is a big boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Without even looking at the numbers, you think about it. And for the first time this year, if the Bengals can win in Nashville, you'd say, oh, well, well now there's a little margin for error. Because there hasn't been. 0-2, that's it. It went out the window. And at 6-4, and four, there still isn't. But if you can get a win over Tennessee, New England lost, you're getting, you could separate yourself a little bit in this wild card race. And you won't completely separate yourself, but you'd like to have a little cushion. And 7-4... and four, you'd have that cushion. And they have a three-game stretch if you look big picture. Titans, Chiefs, Browns. Take two of three. Take two of three from those teams, and, and you feel pretty good about where you'd at, where you'd be at. You'd be eight and five. You'd have two wins uh, you know, over AFC opponents, and mm-hmm. you, you'd put yourself in a good spot going into that, that final stretch, final four weeks of the season. So we'll see if they can do that. But this is going to be a tough game, and it matters. It matters a lot, and not because of wild card in or anything. The Titans are going to win the a- AFC South. I think that goes without saying at this point, but it would go a long way towards the Bengals' playoff chances. So, of which team needs this game more? I certainly think it's the Bengals. Yeah, that is probably true. The Colts have an outside shot at making a run, like statistically speaking, but super sure. unlikely. So. It's hard to make the argument for Tennessee here in terms of like the importance of this game. Their playoff odds are not going to be all that damaged if they lose by comparison to the Bengals who are scrapping because, as we mentioned, that 0-2 start took away 
a lot of the margin for error. And while they've made back some of that, obviously to get to six and four, they're six and two in their last eight. You know, if they're eight and no in their last eight, then you've made back all of that. And and they didn't make back all of that margin for error that they lost. This is a pretty solid Tennessee Titans team, too. And on paper, you know, you might think, oh, they lost AJ Brown. Ryan Tannehill's not having as good of a year. Their offensive line, you know, probably has more questions this year than last year. They, they've got the rookie in Traylon Burks. And and their offense, the post-Arthur Smith offense, still is taking some time to come together. But as we discussed with Tyler, this defense, despite some of the results they've had this year, is still a really good unit. And I know that Danico Autry isn't going to be there and Harold Landry isn't going to be there, but Jeff Simmons, you listen yeah. to Brian Callahan, still one of the best players in the NFL and is going to be a significant test for the interior of the Bengals' offensive line. And, and we've talked about we talked about that. We talked about it in the crossover. Tyre Tart, uh, a name that you don't hear as frequently, has been a good pass rusher alongside Jeff Simmons on the interior of that Tennessee defensive line this week. So where last week we talked a lot about the edge guys, Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt especially, this week it's all eyes on the interior. Yeah, Bud Dupree's there. I don't care about Bud Dupree. You can ask me all the way going back to when he was drafted. I didn't like Bud Dupree. He had one good year for the Steelers, played it into a big contract. Good for him. Not as worried about Bud Dupree as I am about this interior. And when you talk about how the Bengals are going to win this game, James, as we talked about before we started recording, it seems like, and obviously any given Sunday, this could go a different way. It seems like a relatively simple answer. It's take care of the ball, win the turnover battle if you can, but take care of the ball especially. Take care of Joe Burrow. Let him do his thing. Let him execute the offense the way we saw last week. Even if there's some pressure, don't get him sped up. Don't let him get sped up early in the game because if he's not, He's going to process at a high level, get the ball out on time, and the offense is going to continue to be efficient. And then contain Derrick Henry, right? Mm-hmm. If you can, get, get, those, get those swing plays, get those takeaways from Ryan Tannehill. I know you're big on Jesse Bates, Ryan Tannehill, that matchup, and, and rightfully because so. Because Bates dominated it, right? Yeah, right, and, rightfully so. And I'm get not, your money, Bates. This is your time. I'm not saying that you're like off base there or anything. Um, but to, to, to both of us, I think it's like, this is the path. This is what you can do to win the game. You make the Titans pass at some point, like you get out to a big lead. That's even better. That might be a little bit harder to do this week, but you know, DJ reader, Jesse Bates, offensive line, take care of the ball. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, man, how good can this offense be if they hum the way they were humming last week for the but, last five, but, but also have Jamar. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, but they won in different ways. Like Jamar carries them against New Orleans late and, and kind of changes things there. The, the Falcons, they just go crazy on them passing wise. Then they have the make, you know, uh, the mix and breakout game against Carolina. It, it's been different. And in this week, I, I think it's very similar to last where you don't let that front Jeffrey Simmons is scary. No doubt. Don't let them wreck it. And just have nine sit back there, make plays. Oh, one's playing 42 snaps. All right, we could still get him six targets. 85, he shown he's a number one receiver. Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, Samaj P. Ryan, clearly capable of making plays in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's I think, their path on offense. And then defense, you're right, it starts, it ends. It's the middle. Um, all things Derrick Henry. 
if you slow him down, I don't think you're going to stop him, but if you slow him down, it goes a long way towards maybe a Ryan Tannehill to Jesse Bates connection, which, you know, I'm not going to lie. I hope to see a few of those. I, I hope Bates gets his money. I hope I get the, say, B-A-T-E-S and make that S a money sign with three more money signs after Sunday because he has four picks. Never yeah. Know. Yeah, and the way you do that is to, to make the Tennessee Titans drop back pass. Or yeah. to just be Jesse Bates and, and feel like you know the playbook, know the tendencies, get those film study picks like like we saw in the playoffs, really. I mean, that that's where we saw it last. I like T. Higgins in this game. Christian Fulton plays. Roger McCreary plays. I like T. Higgins in this game. I'm a fan of T. Higgins in this game from a matchup perspective, especially if Jamar is on any kind of snap count. That could be a fun one. Good safeties for Tennessee, though. Amani Hooker going to play in this game. And uh, Kevin Bayard is back to playing at a high level. So a couple good safeties in this game. Some questions at, at corner, I think. Some guys that are, are able to make plays, but I like the Bengals wide receivers against these corners. So it comes down to the offensive line for the offense. They've been a good screen game for the last two weeks. Good screen game team. Can that continue? That'll be interesting to see because that can help deal with the pass rush a little bit too. James, let's get to your prediction. Tough opponent for the Bengals. One of the toughest they faced this year. We'll talk about the way you see this going to finish up the show coming up next. But first, a word from Simply Safe because if you've ever thought about securing your home with home security and been putting it off, now's the time to get number one rated Simply Safe. Their home security system is 50% off right now. It's their biggest offer of the year. So don't delay, don't wait. And no, we're not talking about just a couple of door sensors. We're talking about 24 seven professional monitoring where door sensors, window sensors, you're going to have cameras inside, outside. You can find a plan for you. And in an emergency, they have 24 seven professional monitoring agents that use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. And what that does is it captures critical evidence and can verify that a threat is real, which gets help to you faster. So don't delay. Go to Simply Safe today and don't miss the chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That again is their biggest discount of the year. So go there now. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Prediction time, James. You've got the official Tennessee injury report, by the way. Danico Autry is out. Everybody else we've talked about is officially questionable, which includes Jeffrey Simmons, but don't get your hopes up. He's, He's going to play. Yeah. Uh, how do you see this game going, James? Man, Randy Bullock is questionable, man. Yes. I just – if he cold takes you, I swear – I – What do you mean if he cold takes me? Oh, my goodness. What do, he has made kicks. I mean, Tyler Kicks was the right game winner? Yeah, I mean, that could has, happen. Has I don't, see, I don't think that's goals? a cold take. What if they win If he starts hitting like 55 field, field goals. goals. If he has 50 – 
If he's anything from 50 plus, then it's a cold take. Okay. Game winner from 53. I mean, I'm just, okay. There you go. I'm just sure throwing out the scenarios. It could happen. I mean, kickers are not like something that are super easy to predict, but Randy Bullock's track record is what it is. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Let's dive into this. Also, that wasn't just me to be fair. I laughed at the nickname because it's laughable. Yeah. I also, I also want you to receive the blame though for the jinx because you clipped it out and posted it on social. Because it was funny. <laughs> I'm not saying you were wrong. I'm just saying that's what happened. All right. Uh let's get into this. The reason I, I keep harping on the the kickers because I think it's going to be a field goal game. I think this is going to be a tight game. And I got to be honest, a week ago I probably was leaning Tennessee, but I watched Tennessee against Green Bay and I thought Aaron Rodgers was awful. I, I think when you look at who the Titans have beat, even though it's seven of eight, it's not like they've went through a murderer's row. This Bengals team is battle-tested to to a a higher degree, I would say. They just won on the road against a lesser talented team, but they just won on the road, and they have the better quarterback. And it comes down to that for me is, can the Bengals keep Burrow upright enough to squeeze out a win and eke out a win? And I think the answer is yes. So I probably would have said 23-20 Titans a week ago. But today, making my official prediction, 23-20 Bengals, Evan, Money Mac, McPherson, just keeps on kicking, baby. Makes uh, a couple of field goals. What, 23-20 would be three field goals this week, including uh, the go-ahead one in the, in the fourth quarter that, that gives them the win. So it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a nail-biter. It, it's going to be one of those that uh, Bengals fans are stressed about throughout, but I, I do think the Bengals find a way to get it done. Or DJ Reader is going to do what DJ Reader sometimes does to Derrick Henry, and Joe Burrow is going to stay on fire. That's that's the other that's the alternative reality that could happen. Uh, Randy Bullock, by the way, has attempted one field goal from fifty plus yards in the last season and a half with the uh, Tennessee Titans. Just saying. I- so so that would be that would be shocking. It would be shocking. It would be it would be surprising if if that's what it comes down to. I think that uh, Tennessee also, you mentioned they haven't faced a murderer's row. You could say the same for the Bengals. The best team they've played this year, the best teams they've played this year are the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Ravens. The Cowboys didn't have their quarterback in that game. The Bengals lost. The the Dolphins lost their quarterback early in that game. The Bengals won pretty comfortably from that point on. And they lost to the Ravens by a couple points. Again, they probably could have won. They, they certainly had opportunities. The Patrick Queen interception stands out after the offense started moving. The Patrick Queen interception really stands out. The goal line failure in the red zone there stands out as, as opportunities to win that game. But the Titans don't, don't have those quite the same injury issues. They have their quarterback. They have their running back. They don't have Danico Autry. They don't have Harold Landry, but they have a lot of their guys. And so while the Bengals' schedule certainly gets much harder here down the stretch, Tennessee is just the first one of those more challenging opponents. You talk about the Titans don't have necessarily a quality win on their schedule. You could say similar things about the Bengals, I think. And so this would be a pretty nice win for them. And Joe Burrow 2-0 and against the Titans in his career now? Looking to yep. make it 3-0? And, and so in the Cowboys at the time, it didn't seem... One, the Jets win is... They, they still have a, a winning record, so that win looks much better. It yes. it does. You can laugh at Zach Wilson all you want. And then, I'm laughing at Joe Flacco. 
But uh, he was awful. That was one of the worst quarterback games I've ever seen, and that's with some of the other Zach Wilson performances they've had this year. But that that Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys are they're pretty good. You know, really good so team. That, that Bengals lost be without with Dak. Sure. Yeah. I, maybe Cooper Rush isn't that bad. He was good in that game. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah. I mean, by the way, the Titans would take that that exact performance from Ryan Tannehill on Sunday right now. That Cooper Rush had week two. They would take it right now. Would they? Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. He didn't turn the ball over. Did he? Maybe he had eight turnovers. No. It was just I, not very efficient. I don't know. They got they, out they to scored, an early lead. They, they were they, able to. Yes. Know, they got 14 first quarter points, and then they scored six points the rest of the way. I don't. 20? They don't have. I mean, they have Jeff Simmons, but they don't have a Micah Parsons. I mean, that was Micah Parsons took over that game. For sure. They couldn't block him. I mean, but that's it. If, if the Bengals do that, this is going to be. Even if Tannehill's balling, it should be a close game if the Bengals can keep Burrow upright. Yeah. Well, if, if they keep him upright, I don't see – like this offense is clicking on all cylinders right now outside of the Browns game where they didn't keep him upright and Miles Garrett was a, a terror. They're clicking. Yeah. They could have they easily scored like 45, 50 points against the Steelers like if, if they don't get those tip passes, right? And so that all comes down to, you know, protection – and and continuing to do kind of what they've been doing in the passing game, I think. We'll see. I, I also think inserting, you insert a piece like Jamar, mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't, not that it hurts them, of course, but you just don't want it to disrupt flow. Uh, like, I can't lo- imagine that it would. I don't think so, but I also remember a lot of people saying that without Jamar, they'd be fine against a team like Cleveland. And it, it was, you know, it's just one of those things where... That game... I'll never understand the Bengals-Browns matchups right now. The, sure. Browns, the Browns can't defend the run against anybody, and then the Bengals can't run against them. It doesn't make sense. It's like Baker. Baker's awful against everybody, but then shows up for the Browns against the Bengals. It's, it's, yeah. it's just one of those things. So, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals by a field goal. And, by the way, last week I, it was a two-score. Two I, picked, I picked two scores, nine points, and it was, it was close to that. It should have been two scores. They gave up the garbage time to Eddie, but Yeah, it, it was realistically – a two-score game. Anyway, that's going to do it for this Friday midday episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hope you have enjoyed a Thanksgiving holiday in your own way, whatever way that is, and hope you enjoy the Week 12 matchup. We'll be back after the Bengals play the Titans. It's a 1 o'clock start on Sunday with your post-game takeaways right here on Locked On Bengals. Until then, Bengals fans, thanks for listening. day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.